Hey, Oasis Church Chicago, Pastor JP here. Hey, we're so glad that you're joining with us on our podcast today. I pray today that this message stirs your faith, that it builds you up, that it draws you closer to the Father's heart, and ultimately that you just feel the embrace of heaven. We would love to stay connected with you and you to stay connected with us. So please feel free to check us out on our website, oasischurchchicago.com, or download our app, Oasis Church Chicago. Also, you can be sure to join with us on our live stream on our YouTube page every Wednesday night and Sunday morning. Now here's today's message. Well, praise the Lord. So I have 15 minutes. You guys get me for 15 minutes today. And then we're going to do a really incredible thing today. We're going to take communion as a church body today. And I'll give more instruction on that. Um, I want to I preach a, a message, or maybe I even just call it a, a stirring of heart. I want to stir your hearts today through the, through the Holy Spirit. How many wants your heart to be stirred by the Holy Spirit today? I said, how many of you? Just four of you. How many of you want to be? We, we knew we had a lot of things happening, important things happening in the church. And as I was praying this week and preparing for a series we're going to kick off next week entitled Behold, I just really felt um, a, a, a word from the Lord to teach on this. First love. First love. And I, I went immediately to a, a passage of scripture that the Lord brought to my attention months ago. Um, it was back in November um, when the Lord brought me back to Revelations, the, the book of Revelation. And, um, and it, was, it was an immediate reminder that the Lord said, I want this to be a prophetic word spoken to the House of Oasis Church, Chicago. And so if you're visiting today, welcome. We're so glad you're here. I really believe this is for anybody in the room right now. But I really believe this is a call for our house, our church. Um, and I believe that for, for churches across the city, that the Lord is calling people back by his spirit to first love. So go to Revelation chapter 2. It's going to be on the screen. John's writing to the church of Ephesus, a powerful church, a powerful group of people, one of the most influential cities. And John writes these words. And it says this, to the angel of the church in Ephesus write, these are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your deeds, your work, your hard work, and your perseverance. He's saying, the Lord's saying, listen, I've seen you do really good things. I know all the hard work you've put in. I've seen the countless times you've shown up. You've done it. Well done. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people and that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not and have found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardship for my name and have not grown weary. I love that the Lord, before he, before he comes and addresses stuff, he commends you. He's super kind. He wants to remind you, hey, listen, you're, you're, you're doing good things. You're doing great. It's like we call it the sandwich, right, in meetings. It's like you walk into a meeting and you're like, you're doing great, but I'm going to address you. You're doing great. <laughs> so it makes you feel like, oh, I just got hit, but I'm doing great. <laughs> I might get fired, but I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And so John's writing, he's like, listen, the, the, angel, the word of the Lord is saying, you've done good things. Yet, I hold this against you, verse 4. 
You have forsaken the love you had at first. You have, you have lost that first love. And he continues in verse five. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent, an invitation to come back and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. Now, now, anybody ever like get into the book of Revelation and just think like, this is heavy? <laughs> just two of us. It's like, gosh. <laughs> you know, I, 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 this is a word, though, I really believe for us to receive today. I'm so impressed, literally, as your pastor, as, as a leader, as, as someone that, as my wife and I have planted this church with a credible team, like we have seen God work. We've seen you, church, step up and meet the needs and cover the bases and make sure things are happening, make sure people are being ministered. Man, I think of, of COVID when, when, we, when we were called by the alderman there in our district, in our, in our ward, forgive me, and, and he said, listen, I have all these families that can't get to the grocery store. Can you do something? And my home became an immediate food pantry. And you all bought the stuff, showed up and gave, went to the homes, delivered the food. We even had Santa Claus come at times and do all that stuff. We've built and we've done great things. Well done. Like, well done. But man, in this hour, let us be a people that don't just get caught up with all the accolades, don't get caught up with all the pats on the back. Don't get caught up just doing the work. Let us be a people that fall back in love with our first love. I'm not rebuking you today. I'm encouraging us today. Should I say it with a smile? I'm encouraging you. I want to get to the place where I can smile and preach. Let us be a people that are consumed with the love of Jesus. I remember when I met Rachel for the first time. I remember the very first moment when, when she came up to me. I was in a line waiting for her, and she came up, and she was all, if you know Rachel, my wife, she's like on 10 all the time. There's never a rainy day in her life. There's always rainy days in mine. She's like, hi, I'm Rachel. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to marry you. That's awesome. <laughs> And I remember that first few moments, right? Like, like, like I, you know, it was like we, we hung out almost every time that we could. I was thinking we were talking about how we, we, we committed one to another to stay pure. And we were like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to Dairy Queen because ice cream's always good in Jesus' name. <laughs> and then we would go and we would go outside to this park. We were down in like middle of nowhere, Illinois, and we were there working and she was finishing school and it was like we would go and we would just go sit at a park bench and we would just eat ice cream every night for two months. Glory be to God. I was so in love with her. And we would just tell each other everything. You know, you ever been there before? It's like, it's like, it's like I couldn't get enough time. I, I woke up waiting for the text message. How are you? Oh my goodness, I'm just... You go through the day and your phone dings and you're like, oh, there she is. It's like, it's like first love moments. It's like the twinkle in the eye. It's like the, oh, you are everything. You all laugh. Like we do this with one another. 
Oh, you are the best thing. I'm so in love and I want to tell everybody. It's like you can't stop, right? I remember like we could not stop telling other people like, how's it go? Oh, just, this is it. This is the one. Like, this is it. You, you just, you're, you're infatuated. You're, it's contagious. You, you want to talk about it, right? You want to spend time. You want to clear the calendar. Man, I can't tell you. This might be bad, but here it is. Like, I, how many meetings I would have at night? And I'd be like, sorry, guys, I'm sick. <laughs> Judge me. <laughs> I'm going to go spend time. As I, as I think about that, I know that's an earthly example. But can I tell you even more? Like, when I got saved at 22, and Jesus invaded my life, I wanted nothing but to be with him. Oh, no, no, you, you don't. Maybe you, now this is going to recall some things to memory. I, I remember I was living, living with some roommates, and I would, I would tell them, hey, guys, 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 like, can we just not watch TV? Can we just turn off the noise? Can we just, can we just sit together and pray and read the Bible? And they're like, bro, we ain't on that level with you yet. I was like, all right, I'm going to go to my room then. I didn't care if people were coming with me or if people were, were not. I wanted to just be with him. I wanted to pour my heart out to him. I wanted to tell him where I was missing it. And surely he was like, here, 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 and here. <laughs> but it was all that, that, it just was love. Like, I, I don't want to do anything else. I just want to be with my king. I just want to be with my Lord. I want to be with the one that saved my life. I want to be the one that pulled me out of fire. This, this message becomes just kind of routine because we are in it all the time. But man, this is why we got to get back to first love because man, those days, I would long to hear his voice. Anybody else been there? Like I would just, I would long to be captured by his face. I would be longing just to taste the goodness of him just, just a little bit. And I would be satisfied all day. Oh, <laughs> it was my first love. It was like my main attraction, my main thing. I was infatuated. And now hear me, I, I, I love Jesus today. I love him so much. But I felt like the Lord even said to me as a body, that's what I want you to return back to. I want you to return back to not just doing all the work and the things and all that stuff, but getting back to being people. It's like, I love Jesus and I don't care who knows it. <laughs> I love him so much that I'm going to wake up early and be with him. I love him so much that I'm going to get in his word every day. I love him so much that I'm going to sing my lungs out, even off cue and off pitch, because I don't care. What is it, like the movie Elf, where he's like, I just am in love and I don't care. John's writing, listen, church, an influential, strong church, get back to loving Jesus. Get back to loving him. He's the bridegroom. The scripture talks about we're the bride. He's the bridegroom. There's, there's a marriage that's going to happen. Did you hear me? Is that not Bible? <laughs> He's the bride. Bridegroom, we're the bride. Oh, I, I, I remember that moment when the doors opened up on our wedding day and Rachel came down, started walking down the aisle. 
and I was standing there, and I, was, I already knew, knew, I already saw her. We had those, one of those private moments because due to the photographers and all that stuff, so we kind of, anybody else? Like, I saw her beforehand. We cheated a little bit. <laughs> when she opened up that, when they opened up that doors and she came walking, I, I was in, I was like, I put my head down and I was crying. And, and my mentor, the guy that disabled me, Morris Crawford, he grew up in Chicago. He, he covers his microphone and he goes like this. He goes, pick your head up and look at your bride. And I'm like, <laughs> He's like, look at her, and I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I didn't care who was in the room. I didn't care what I looked like. I was in love. Can I tell you something, though? The reason why this thing is so like, like needed today is because we think that falling, love is like something we fall in and out of. I have 10 minutes, but I just feel like the Lord is saying to us, this, this, this thing of love, it's not something you fall in and out of. Do you hear that ticking? Is the Lord saying something? I'm listening, Lord. Can I tell you? You don't fall in and out of love. You choose to wake up every day and love your spouse. You choose to wake up and give love every single day. You choose love every day. See, you see, love is a feeling. <laughs> when it comes to Jesus, there are days when the pressure, when the trials, when the things are really heavy and hard, and I still have to wake up because I know he's the lover of my soul. And I gotta go, I choose you today. Can you hear me, church? Can you hear me, church? It's just like I, I know Rachel has to wake up some days and goes, I gotta choose JP today. <laughs> Pray for me, please. <laughs> we gotta be people that wake up and go, I choose you, Jesus. I choose you. I wanna fall in love with you again. I, I, want, that, I want that feeling, I want that, I, want that, I want that tangible presence of love that I felt when I would be on my face in my, my apartment floor, weeping before the Lord for hours on end. Oh, that's radical. Yeah, he saved my life. That's just extreme. The calendar doesn't allow for it. Well, maybe we need to assess what the calendar's doing. <laughs> Hear me. This is an important thing. John's right. Listen, I have this one thing against you. You fell out of love. You walked away from the love that you first had. And I felt like the Lord just said today, release that and just allow for the invitation to come back. See, I want to remind you that if there's breath in your lungs, there's still mercy. There's still grace. Did you hear me? If there's breath in your lungs, there's still mercy and grace for you to come back. And, and, and so like this word to the church today is going, listen, this will be the outcome. Your lampstand will be taken. But now, right now, return. That's why John writes, consider, right? Consider where you're at today. I think it's fitting that we're going to take communion today. And the Lord gave this word today about like how, how precious it is to remember the love of Jesus coming and giving himself to us. Like what love, like I can't fathom that at times, that the, the, the one that is seated next to his father in heaven came to earth as a man, died a horrific death for you, 
for me. Like that's love. No greater love that anybody's ever given than to lay down their life for you. As, as I think about that, I, I, it, does, it stirs my heart to consider, where is JP at today with this first love thing? Do I love Jesus when it's convenient? Do, do I want Jesus when I'm in the trials and the situations? Do, do I want to show up and be that Sunday-loving Jesus people? Or do I want to love Jesus all the time? Better yet, do I want to be, be possessed by the spirit of the living God? I've considered this week where I'm at. I, I, the invitation is right now is to consider where you're at. Consider where you're at with this. Do, do you desire to show up day in and day out to be with the one that saved your life? More than anything. More than anything else. So you gotta, you gotta take a moment and be like, all right, where am I at? Am I infected? That sounds like a really bad word, but it's a, I mean in a good way. Am I infected with the gospel of the goodness of God? Are you infected with the gospel of the goodness? You can walk around and be like, I'm infected. They would be like, whoa, hold on a second. <laughs> Make sure you say, with the goodness of God. Can, can we be people that are possessed with the goodness of God? Can we be people so possessed by the spirit of the Lord that we know exactly what he's up to? And what he, can we be people that say, I want him. Consider where you are. And then John writes, and I, I, it's an invitation in, my, in my, my firm belief. It's an invitation, and he says, repent. Turn. Change the mind. Repentance is that. It's, it's turning from what was and going towards life, going towards Jesus. Repentance is saying, my mind has been infected with other things. I'm changing my mind. For some in this room, first love is really hard because disappointment has settled in your mind. Hear me. It's so hard to love Jesus because you've been thoroughly disappointed. I have been disappointed in my life, believe it or not. And I've had to turn my mind from the things that I know have been just disappointments, letdowns, tough moments, tough situations, and I have to choose. Are you with me? Are you guys all right? To choose to put my mind towards Christ. Oh, you've never let me down. You've never failed me. You've never abandoned me. You've never forsaken me. You've never, never. I might feel that, but I'm turning back to my first love. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna repent for where I've been. Lord, I'm sorry. You know, this week he's even brought to mind just things in my life. Can I just, can I have a, a vulnerable moment? Things in my life where I've had to let go because there are little idols in my life that have become big loves of my life. Anybody ever been there before? No, no. And you guys are all like, no, we've never been there. Just you, Pastor. You guys are all pure and holy, set apart. <laughs> I love this church. Saying to me, Jay, this thing is in, this thing, as small as it might be, it's an idol. This is your first choice to run to at times. Can I tell you what it was? It was like when, when a crisis happens, 
Believe it or not, you know, I, I work with people, so crises happen at times. And so a crisis happens. And normally my first thing is turning to my phone and being like, I gotta call this, this, and this. I gotta figure out how to do this. I gotta handle it. And it's like, ah. Told you, a vulnerability moment. And he said, stop. This is just me. When crisis hits, come to your first love. I'll give you the solutions. I'll give you the, the, the way to, to handle this. And I'll give you myself. So I have to say, Lord, I'm sorry for running to the things that I think are gonna help me. I need to run to the one that has saved me. I gotta stop running to the things that I think are gonna fix me. And I gotta run to the one that has fixed me. Do you know you're fixed in Jesus' name? Do you know you're healed in Jesus? So like, I gotta get my mind off of this and I gotta get my mind to him. And so I'm repenting of this, saying, I'm sorry, Lord. And I'm turning to this. You know, I think there's this thing in the church where it's like, I don't know if I have to tell God I'm sorry. And I tell you, it's okay to tell God you're sorry. I actually encourage you. Show up, when he reveals, I'm, I'm really sorry. It says, confess your sins, you will be healed. He does not desire bondage for your life and anything, he desires you, okay. Freedom. So repent, turn your mind. And to get back to first love, just, John writes, do the things you did at first. I love that, that it's that, and I mean this, simple. What am I to do? How am I supposed to fall back in love? Do the things you did at first. Wait, wait, no, I need a better point. No, just do the things you did at first. I remember there was a point in Rachel and I's marriage where we were here, and forgive the personal story, and we were planting the church, and we were just, it was, it was like, it was like, man, we, we just had Titus, our son, who's four now, and it was like, you know, you're, you're first parents, right? Like, you're trying to, you're just trying to survive. Guys, can I tell you, pray for parents. It's just survival. It's really, that's it. We're just surviving. For 18 years, I feel like I'm just gonna survive. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I remember in that time, like, I remember that time. It was just like, we weren't connecting. There wasn't healthy communication, high, high level of stress. It, I get it. I'm, I'm just trying to hear me. I'm just trying to give you a moment. <laughs> I remember we sat down and we were sitting with a couple that we love and they're like, how you doing? And we're like, we're doing good. Because that's everyone's response in the church. We're doing good. Can we stop that? How are you doing? I'm not doing good. Okay. And if they say that to you, church people, don't walk. They're like, oh, bless you, brother. I'll pray for you in Jesus' name. It's like, I didn't sign up for this. Yes, you did. You got saved. You got in the ministry. You signed up for it. That's another sermon. And I remember they said to us, no, no, no. How are you doing? We said, actually, we're, we're really having a moment right now. It's, it's difficult. We're not connecting. We we're, we're, we're just feel like we're at it. It's hard. We're trying to do the thing God called us to do. We're trying to build the church. We're trying to be the people God's called us to be. And they just looked at us and said, get back to what you did when you first fell in love. I said, Dairy Queen, in Jesus' name. I said, Shekinah glory. I was like, it's here. This is my invitation to get ice cream again. I've been cut from ice cream in my life because of, anyways, long story. Doesn't agree with me. 
and I was like, we're going. I remember we, we had to get a sitter and fight for that and get that, and we got one, and we went and got ice cream. And I remember we just sat. We just sat. We talked. We just shared. And immediately, this is what the picture was when, God said, when God's word says, do the things you did at first. And I immediately just said, Lord, I want to sit with you. I want to be with you. Like, I, I want to I shut off the noise. I want to kill the distraction. I just want to be with you. If that means that, man, you know what? I, I got I to gotta lose some relationships or cut some things out of my life. I would rather do that than to not have you. There is a separation happening in the He's coming back for a pure bride. He's coming back for a church that adores him. Because listen, if, if this seems hard to you, heaven's going to be boring. He's saying, come back to your first love. Do the things you knew you were called to do. Pray. Eat my word. I remember when I first got saved, man, every playlist on, on YouTube was, was sermons. Are YouTube sermons bad? No, not at all. I would just inject the word in my spirit, get the word. I would want more of him, more of him. I didn't get it just so I could have a bunch of head knowledge. I got it because my heart was being changed. I wanted him. Oh man, I'd be in the car, the worship music would be playing. Oh, this sounds religious. It's not religious, it's I'm in love with him. So I'm gonna worship him in my car. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have people come over on Friday nights in our home and we're gonna take communion together because that's what we do because I love him. Oh, this is just heavy. I'm in love. And I don't care what anybody says about it. Because <laughs> I want my king. I want my Lord. Do you want him? Do you really want him? Like, do you really <laughs> want him? Because he wants you. Oh, isn't that amazing that he wants me. This is not just a trying to get your attention, God, and trying to. He wants you. He desires you. He wants to be with you. The God of the universe wants to be with you. Are you hearing me, church? This is good news. The one that built this whole thing, made this whole thing, designed you and your mother's womb perfectly together, put it you, that, that God, the God above all gods, Yahweh, wants to be with us. Do you want to be in love with him? Because I'm telling you, when you fall in love with him again, things change. Oh, things change. <laughs> things start to change. I remember in our home, and I'm finished with this. I remember in our home, we had those dates. We, we set our date night then. That was when we set our date night Monday nights. It's real hard to get me and Rachel away. We'll, we'll meet with some people and have that together, but it's real, those are our nights. Why? I dated her before, I'm gonna date her again. I'm gonna date her my whole life. And in those moments, that's when real conversations started to happen. Real truth started to be shared. Real frustrations. But it was there. It was tangible, it was time. So the word of the Lord is this, first love. The hour is now. And really this is the prophetic word in our my second close. <laughs> the prophetic moment for the church right now is this is the hour. 
where the separation's happening. And he's looking for people that love him, that adore him, that worship him. Not for what you can get from him, but because of what he's done for you already. Did you hear me? Please don't worship Jesus for what you can get from him. He's not a slot machine. <laughs> he's a risen savior. He's a king. And he's looking for people that wanna love and adore him, amen? So today we're gonna take communion. But before we do, every head bowed and every eye closed, we're gonna, we're gonna gather at the Lord's table together as a community. Scripture is very clear to enter into a time of communion and make sure that before you enter in that you take a moment with the Lord <laughs> to assess, like John writes, consider where you're at. Right now, I just want some people to consider with the Lord where you're at. Just have some time to engage with them. But for some in this room, I want to give an invitation to say, man, I, I just never have said yes to the first love. And before we gather at his table, I want to give the invitation to say yes to the first love, Jesus, the Savior of your life, the Lord of all lords, the one that came and gave his life up, died, raised to life, conquered death, has come to redeem your life to give you brand new life. He's here today and he wants to say, will you let me in? So for some, you just engage with him, but for others, I, I wanna just give an invitation to if you wanna say yes to first love, I'm not gonna ask you to come up front. I will pray a prayer with you. It's not something that, it's, it's just doing it in faith together. But if you wanna say yes to Jesus, first love, slip your hand up right now. No one looking around, just slip your hand up. Anyone else? Praise the Lord. Yeah, praise the Lord. The love of Jesus just coming in right now. You can put your hands down. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Those of you that lifted your hands and the whole church body, we're just gonna pray this simple prayer together. Would you pray it out loud with everyone? There's hands up all over this place, and so let's pray this together. Jesus, I receive you today. Forgive me. Wash me clean. Thank you for your cross. Thank you for that empty tomb. Thank you for your life that is now inside of me. You are my savior and you are my Lord and you are my first love. I receive your Holy Spirit today. In Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for every hand that went up and I thank you for every heart that's here and soul that's here. I thank you for this calling back to first love. Lord, I pray by your spirit that you would mark us to be a people that love Jesus. We don't want religion, we don't want the work. We know we're called to do it, but we want first love to be in our hearts. So by your spirit, would you fill us with love right now, the love of Jesus. We thank you. We turn from the things that have held our attention. We turn from the schemes and the false gods. We turn from all the pleasures and desires. We turn and we come to you. Be the lover of our souls. 
worship you and we adore you in Jesus' name.